Whoa. 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 It's the illusion. Reporting from somewhere on Spaceship Earth. How are the, uh, how are my fellow crew members doing out there? Pennsylvania's up in the house. Oh, Chopin Brew. It's a beautiful day. Have to work. All right, man. You get after it, man. You keep it beautiful out there. We got some Scotland in the house. Gabby Devine. Daniel from Canada. Welcome. Maryland's in the house. All right. Crushing it here in New Hampshire. All right. Alberta. Hi, Kimmy. Scoville, Marie. All right. Scepter from Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh, you like the you like the educational one, Chop and Brew. Yeah, we're getting uh I don't think people are gonna buy it out here. It's funny, I went and talked to uh somebody today and they're like, before I even start, I was like about the school, and she's like the teachers union. Boom. I didn't even I didn't even she just came right out and was like, it's the teachers union. They're holding our kids hostage. I was like, all right. I don't I look. Under normal circumstances, they could probably get away with this. But people have too much free time on their hand and they're looking at their little little children and they're like, what is going on? And they're digging around and they can find what I found pretty easily. So I don't I don't know. I mean they're not gonna they're not gonna crack because it's the teachers union. They'll 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 sink the ship long before they just cave in. So I, I will see. I give it, I give it maybe 30 days before they're like, all right, we got it. We're going to have to do something or it's November 4th school schools reopening in Southern California, November 4th vote Democrat. <laughs> if you don't vote Democrat, we're not opening the schools ever again. We will be checking. And you know, I, I forgot this one interesting thing. Cause I like to break down the, uh, this this racial narrative a little bit. I, I don't dig into it too much because uh, I don't, again, it's like the coof. I don't know if I buy into it that much. I think it's all propaganda being perpetrated on our population. But I just re-registered to vote to make sure that I got my, that I'm all squared, squared up on the whole thing. And uh it's funny, you re-register to vote and there's like this one interesting thing when they like are choose your like choose your race or whatever it is. If you choose like and all those of you who are registered to vote know this, but I just think it's very interesting and it tells you something deeper. It says white non-Hispanic, black non-Hispanic. So there's a very interesting thing where a large, apparently, that you can determine from this information, a large portion of Hispanics view themselves as white. And I've heard a lot of this talk out there about, you know, when they're condemning white people, you have a huge portion of the, the Hispanic population or the Latino population being like, that are essentially white. And I know a bunch of these people, dude, if you, you know, that, that you know, you look at the guy who's in charge of Telemundo, dude, you you that dude's as as white as green dollar bills floating in from outer space, dude. 
So uh, it's it's interesting. And then, you know, there's a very clear, dude, black, non-Hispanic. So there's a large portion of... And again, I've been to like South America and stuff, dude. You get to like a country like Chile. A lot of, lot of pretty uh, normal looking people down there. A lot of indigenous looking people too. You go to coast Costa Rica. A lot of Chinese down there in these parts. I mean, think about it as... Uh, who was Albert Fujimoro was the president of one of those countries down there. He was Japanese, dude. So I, I think that the Latin thing's pretty interesting on a, uh, on, on a level because uh, you get, they're, they're the total melting pot down there. You have the heavily indigenous bloodlines. You have the full-on conquistador bloodlines. Like, the, I talk a lot about, like, the uh, some of these people I knew in Puerto Rico, dude. They were, they were whiter than me, dude. I, I, like, I like the guy with the people. <laughs> I like the overt, like, just obviously, like, black supremacist, dude. He was like, oh... If you don't have enough melanin in your skin, you're not compassionate enough. And I looked at myself and I go, I'm pretty dark. I got some, I got some, some compassion, baby. Uh, who are they? Who's he talking about? Albinos, dude. Uh, it's very, I just, I just, I just say, check out Marcus Garvey. If you really want to see where the failings of all this identity politics live, just look at Marcus Garvey's experiment and what Marcus Garvey tried to do. And uh, then get back to me after you check out General Butt Naked. And uh, just there's, there's, the, there's, there's what happens, dude. So, you know, Liberia is a very interesting story. And uh, if you want to check out a country that, that devolved into tribal chaos dude it, it's very see i don't get into the whole bad people are bad people dude that has nothing to do with uh with race there's bad people everywhere man there's good people everywhere too so enough with enough with that i just thought it was and did you guys catch the uh the the, the kids in the black hoodies that need to be rounded up immediately hassling the guy, the Asian dude, because they think he's Andy No. And then they try to flip the script on him saying he's escalated. They're like screaming at him, dude. And then he's like, what's your deal, dude? And he's, yeah, it's pretty good. It's like a, go to Andy No's channel, dude. Again, it's the irony of these people claiming that they're for the lens of equity and equality and they're running around their little black hoodies with their black face masks on. And they're screaming racist rants at people, dude, while claiming. And they're all white. That's the, that's the hottest, man. I, I, anyone just, are we going to put up with this? Are we going to put up with these people? I, uh, it's a comedy. At this point, I, when I saw the clip of the Asian dude who they thought looked like Andy No getting harassed and he's calling him C words, I was like, there we are. There we are. I mean, and who does it? How can Andy No get hassled? The gay Vietnamese child of immigrants? 
Isn't that the, isn't that, isn't that the proof of something? Isn't that the proof anyone, anyone can be hated in America by people claiming they aren't for hate? I, I don't, the, the double speak generation is, is uh, too crazy. So if you, if you claim that you're for equality, uh, you're, you get to be hateful. And if you claim that you're against segregation and hate, you're privileged patriarchy or something. I don't even know what the lines are. I could care less. I just, I just know that there's a certain group of people that like should be put up against the wall at this point, man. What you do with, with, the, with them against the wall, man, leave that to the historical narrative, dude. But uh, I, think, I think we as a society fully should, uh, should be, have had enough of these people, dude. Again, I've, I've, I heard it not too long ago as tolerance is our problem. We tolerate these scumbags because we're tolerant, dude. Like, I'm all about freedom and... and, and but at these point, I think these people are screaming fire in a crowded movie theater. I think these people are at the beach yelling shark in the water. At this point, I, I think that I, this, I personally think the federal government needs to come in and just round these people up, dude. They just need to swarm on one of these protests in Portland and just circle them, round them up. If they push them back at all, just take them out, man. And I'm a pretty nonviolent dude, but at this point, like these people need to go. I'm sorry. They, they need to be like ejected into outer space like that dude from Superman, dude. You know, where they put them in the little cube and they're floating around, dude. Stick them in an ice crystal, dude. The lunatics are running the asylum, man. I don't know, man. I just, again, I'll hark back to the thing is like when I was, when I was young, when I was young and I would have, I was pretty dedicated and you weren't kidding. That's what I don't think people quite understand about these people and their black hoodies and their little black block. They're way beyond reason, dude. They're young and they're ideological and they don't know any better. They don't have kids. They don't have career paths. They probably all have looming college debt. It it seems to me that might be what's going on is all these idiots in their black hoodies have college debt and they're trying to get, uh, trying to get their, their debt expunged by, by thrashing on the, the, buildings again, again, why aren't they taking on the, an IRS building? I think everyone could get behind that, dude. You want to like really make a stand? Go, go try to burn down an IRS building, dude. Like go for it. See what happens. That's why, that's why they're picking soft targets. That's why they're hassling some Asian dude. who looks like Andy. No, that's why they're like slapping people and stuff. It's like, yeah, I'll go slap some dude. No, no, no. Go, go try to do your little funny work down at the IRS. See what, see how, see how, social justice warred out the the IRS is, dude. Just go ahead. Just go in there. Just you, you try try to burn up their files, dude. See what happens. Yeah, it's pretty easy to surround some police precinct and be like, bah, 
Now go do it to an IRS building, dude. If you really, you really want to make a stand, go down to a, dude, go down to a Federal Reserve building and pull these shenanigans, dude. See what happens there. See what happens when you go down to the Federal Reserve building and try to like smash the windows, tough guys. See again, it's the, uh, it's the interesting dichotomy of, and again, you know what I, I saw, I was just going to babble here, dude. So I watched this thing on Vice the other day about how these people lost their eyes on this one particular day, rioting in all these cities across the U.S. And look, as a dude who went down to Fairfax in the heat of it all, you saw the video, dude. That was my number one concern was don't look at them when they're firing off their stuff, dude. Be, be super wary of, of losing an eye. Because I, I know a girl who lost an eye to a police beanbag like, once upon a time in a, in a punk rock riot down in Hollywood. But it was this thing where they're like, they're trying to like, be like, oh, I'm telling you, dude, you want to go down and scream murderer at the police. You want to take on the cops like you're a tough guy and then you get beanbagged in the face and lose an eye? What did you think was going to happen? I, I don't get it. Like, you want to be all tough and then they're all like, I can't. I lost my eye, dude. I'm, uh, and I'm su- going to sue them. Well, you were a tough guy. You were all tough. I'm going to go down there and scream murder. Man. They're like, why did this happen to me? Why? I'm, uh, I'm like, dude, because you, you went downtown. You took, your, you took your freedom. And you were like, I'm going to go down and... Call a bunch of dudes that I think are murderers, murder. If you think the cops are that evil, right? This is the interesting thing with these people. If you think the cops are that evil, you're going to go down there and you're going to antagonize them. And then you're going to get all butthurt. You lost an eye. Because if you did that in in another country, you would have lost more than an eye, baby. I remember when I was in my 20s, when I was all full of piss and vinegar and like the, the man, I remember talking to this dude who was sort of my mentor, this old guy on the East Coast. He was, he was super mentory to me. And uh, we were sitting there talking. I was, I was going on one of my rants about the system and this and that. And he's like, you know, man, he's like, do you realize that, that what you're saying about the system and the government, if you lived in a different country, you wouldn't be sitting here talking to me anymore. You'd be dead. And I was like, huh, like really? And he's like, do some look into it, dude. And you know, that was like an eye-opening moment because we live in a country where you can run around and scream horrible, vicious things at law enforcement and odds are you're going to be fine. Statistically speaking, those dudes were all an anomaly. But this is the, this is how stupid these people are. Out of touch with world history, out of touch with humanity they are. They think they can go down there believing that these dudes are evil and will kill them and they're going to get in their face and like throw rocks at them and nothing's going to... The proof that they're not evil is they only lost an eye. 
Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Is they're walking examples that the cops really aren't that evil. Yeah, they caught a beanbag to the face, dude. Oh, well. The one chick, the one chick took got a, some sort of non-lethal thing stuck between her eyes. And she was live streaming it at the time. And she's screaming, you guys are murderers. You guys are murderers. And chucks something at him. And then all of a sudden, she's just down on the ground, dude. It's like, dude, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. And I was always taught, when I was a big activist, I was taught the power of nonviolent actions. If you wanted to go take on the man or whatever it was, the most powerful weapon you have as a human being is nonviolence. And, and the basic theory is this, is somebody who wants to inflict violence on someone who's not being violent, bad optics, bad karma, bad relationship with the world, dude. And the perp person perpetrating that violence upon you as a nonviolent activist might actually have an awakening by you doing your, giving yourself to the thing. Because if you're gonna go and do the thing, like at least have some training. I, the, the, this is my one big complaint. Like you wanna go protest and be all like protest badass and then get busted by the cops? And start crying and fighting. What did you think was going to happen? I got arrested. I didn't cry. Get all bombed. I'm like, ah, gosh, I got busted, dude. Oh, well. You know? There was some kid next to me, right? This cool kid. Actually, it was an illusion fan. He knew who I was. He's like, you know, 19, never been arrested before. I was th with him and I was with this like professional photographer dude. And he's like, you guys been arrested? I go, yeah, I've been arrested. He's like, what's going to happen? I go, dude, all you got to do is be cool. We're, we're going to get, it's fine, dude. We're, they're not going to take us in a bus and torture us, dude. They're literally, like, that's what people don't get. Like, dude, nine out of 10 handcuff interact 99.9% .9 of all handcuff interactions with police. If you're just cool, it's going to be okay. Unless you're just a freak, dude. I'm telling you the only time I ever got roughed up by the cops, I was asking for it, man. I remember, dude, the one time I got popped, like popped up by the cops, I was drunk I'm in his face and I'm like, you can't do anything. And I was like, blah, blah, blah. And I like tapped his badge and it was just like, boom. Dude rolled me up, dude. Cheese grated me into the ground. Charged me with assault, man, on a peace officer. I got a lawyer, dude. I got a lawyer, right? And uh, I had this lawyer. And the lawyer, and I remember talking to Laura, I was like, after the court case was over, like I got off the thing and, and he was, I was like, thanks man. And he was, he turned cause the case was over and he, he got super pissed. He's like, I'm not doing it for you. You're a punk, man. I'm doing it for all the kids and people that can't afford a lawyer, dude. And F you, dude. It was pretty epic, dude. That was another one of those things that woke me up again, where I was like, oh, Okay, I get it. I get it, dude. 
You know, like I've had plenty of those encounters in my, and I think that's part of being young is making mistakes and learning from them and, and doing stupid things to realize like the bigger principles in life. That's my main beef with, with what's going on now is, is all those people that got arrested and did whatever, they need to be charged. Not, not because they need to be charged, because they need to have like an indelible memory of like what that experience was so when they go into the next experience, they they make a conscious decision now. The first time, yeah, you need a bad dog, dude. You need to fully be charged. You need to have pay your ticket. Because if you don't punish them early, dude, then they're going to think they can get away with something really stupid that will truly detrimentally ruin their lives. And, and that's the sort of the thing. It's like, yeah, you want to like, look, it's like those idiots on the road in Seattle, right? You want to block a highway? It's there's a reason you don't want to do that without it being a super coordinated action. You want like I'm telling you, I used to do actions. That's what a real organized protest is called is an action. And when you do an action, you have logistical support. You have people like making sure you're safe. You have the protesters that are going to do the action, which is going to get arrested or do whatever you're going to do. Then you have a lot of logistical support people that their sole purpose is to keep you safe. So you look at what was going on on that freeway in Seattle, dude. They, there was no, those dudes were not activists. They were idiots, dude. And stupid people, that chick's dead now, dude. That chick's dead. Whether you like her or not or what she was about, that human being lost their life because they were being stupid, dude. So what I'm saying is if you want to go out and protest or do actions or whatever, you take your life into your own hand. Like when I went down to Fairfax and did that, I knew exactly what how dangerous the situation was. I easily could have been beat up by, by a protester. I easily could have been, been that one dude I'm filming with the baseball bat and the ski mask on. He was looking at me. So, so and I was just like, dude, that dude's got an aluminum baseball bat, dude. If he decides to go, go, go on me, I'm all I got is my skateboard, but you know, I got a skateboard, but that's the thing. When the cops are firing off rubber bullets and, and stuff's flying the fog of war, dude, you're taking your life in your own hands. So you can't bitch. And moan and be like, oh, oh, this is so horrible. No, you walked into a combat zone and and you got burned, dude. That's sorry. I got no sympathy for any of these people who have gotten jacked up, like going and battling who they thought were the evil oppressors and are still alive to talk about it. Because you know what would have happened if this had been in 1936? Nah. You, you, you don't even get to talk about it anymore. You just disappear, dude. So these people are super, super idiotic, man. Swoof. You don't know what you're talking about, dude. I'll just, I'll just tell you that. Oh, uh, you want, has Swoof overdone his? It's nothing like that over here. Mate, I have dual citizenship, dude. What does that have to do with anything?
What do you, what do you want me to tell you, dude? I put my, there you go. Yeah, dude, you tap. All right. This guy, I last thing I saw was this thing. You tell me you can't touch another human being. That's assault, dude. I'm sorry. You can't touch anyone in any sort of aggressive manner without their consent. You're not like literally, dude, you're not allowed to go hug someone in the human space. I have no right as a human being to touch another human being without their consent. It's assault. Like, let's be super clear. So if I go to a cop, whether I'm right or wrong or whatever, and I make contact with him, I'm assaulting another human being because I'm violating their space. I'm violating their space suit. Whether you understand that or don't, whether you think that, that that's, no, you're wrong. That works for all human beings across the spectrum, dude. If you want to argue that what happens to people is, is you, that, that's a two-way street. You know what I mean? You're not allowed to go assault another person because you think you're morally justified because the same people that you're saying aren't morally justified for assaulting people. You can't have it both ways. You either live by the sword or you die by the sword. And I'm telling you, dude, we don't want to live by the sword, dude. We do not want to live by the sword. We need to pull this nonsense back from the brink, dude. I'm telling you, man, you don't, nobody understand. nobody's read enough, dude. I, I can tell that. Like, this dude isn't read enough, whoever this cat was, with this dual citizenship mate. You haven't read enough, man. You haven't read about 1936 Germany, obviously, dude. Because the the stuff's very similar, dude. You look at the you look at the rhetoric being posted right now. You look at what people are saying. You look at what that Nick Cannon guy was rambling about the other day, dude. Hmm. Hmm. That that's straight from the eugenics playbook of 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 Nazi Germany. Just flipping the script around. Like, look. You look at what Farrakhan says, dude. Hmm. But, you know, at least he's he's coming out on some other stuff, dude. There's Look, I, th- that's not true, Biggie Cheese. A lot of these protesters are peaceful. I was in the middle of it, dude. The, the, look, what people don't understand is the peaceful protesters were getting hijacked by the agent provocateurs. It's standard. It's standard protester knowledge. Agent provocateur. Who is the, who's the agent provocateurs now? It's the far left extremist communist lunatics, dude. So I, when I was down at Fairfax, there were all sorts of nonviolent, peaceful protesters standing up, doing their thing. What was causing all the problems, which was causing all the mayhem, was these far left extremists in their black hoodies with their face covers provoking the situation, making it appear as if the nonviolent activists were being act. Dude, look. And then there was the looters, which were a whole different squad. I look, I went down there live. I checked it out, dude. I've been to, I've done plenty of actions in my life, dude. How about when, when all that Occupy stuff was going on? How about the videos I got where I'm the only dude standing in front of the Federal Reserve Bank while they're occupying downtown? And I'm standing there with my American flag, dude. No, nah, no. Nah. I'm, I'm a, I will, I will hold my legitimate a right to have an opinion. I've put my time in. I've done, I've been arrested for, for defending old growth forests. 
So I, I went to training for all this stuff. I did workshops back in the day, dude. I know exactly what's going on. And idiots are idiots, dude. When you want to go play with people that have weapons and body armor and face masks, you want to go get in that arena with those dudes and they smash your head in with the butt of a rifle, that's on you. It's not on them. You're provoking them, dude. That's why you went down there in the first place. You didn't go down there to do something else. You want to go down there and link arms and sit on the ground? That's legit, 100%. And when they come and smash your head in with the butt of a rifle, you again knew what you were getting into. Because when you do the training as an activist, that is a knowing part of the deal. Check out Gandhi, dude. Check out what Gandhi was all about, dude. If you really want to stand up against the man, going and doing some protest on the street isn't going to get anything done. I'll, I'll tell you that. Go take over City Hall. Why did, why, did, why did the situation happen in Seattle? Because they took over the city council, dude. Why is what's happening in Minneapolis happening? They took over the city council. It wasn't the protests. It was just that the city council's bold enough to act. If you look at what's going on in Seattle, dude, with their super majority to defund the police, dude, that's been going on up there for a long time, dude. And some of us have been watching it, dude. When the, that documentary comes out two years ago about how Seattle is an open air concentration camp and they start, they go into the city council and what they're doing with the police, dude. Yeah, yeah, this has all been written on white papers, dude. The egg. This is all how it is. Here, I'll, I'll help you out. Boom. I, I like the ones who are all like, you're at, like, let's see, I'm going to read this one. I like the whole weird, the bull cut people. You stay in your lane, dude. Stay in your lane, dude. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, crime's skyrocketing. How about how about the community activists coming to the uh, are coming to saying we that we need the, the cops back, dude? Yeah, dude. You you don't want unchained humanity again. Go look at the Marcus Garvey experiment and what happened What happened to Liberia, dude. Go look at it, man. Go, do you, you know what's interesting? Go look into, is it Zimbabwe? When they invited all the farmers back? You know what I mean? They, everyone just thinks you can just take over a farm and just give it to the collective. And Dude, you need to know how to farm, dude. The, the buzz cut tutorial gets no love, dude. Yeah, well, you know. General butt naked, dude. Yeah. Marcus Garvey was a legit dude, man. It all devolved into general butt naked, dude. Eating people. <laughs> oh. Look, man. The rule of law is super important. 
Again, I, you're not going to say that we have a, I'm not going to, you're not going to hear me say that we don't have a balanced system, that the cops aren't militarized and out of control. Absolutely. 100%. I'm just saying, you want to go stand on the street and you want to get all butt hurt because you got hurt and you're, and you're doing that. That's part of the game, man. That's why, that's why you, you don't go into these things uninitiated. That's why there's a protocol for these things. And, and how you go about it, dude. You don't just wander around the streets and, and all of this stuff, dude. You don't start throwing stuff at cops because you check out the one girl who got the thing in the head. The cops are like, she chucked something at us, dude. There you go, dude. That's an aggressive act. Aggressive acts get regressive responses, dude. You want to you come and play, you want to come and protest and say the cops are too aggressive and you're going to meet them with aggression, what do you think is going to happen? What, dude, it's like running up to a pit bull and kicking it in the face and being pissed it locked onto your leg, dude. Like, what do you think's going to happen? You want to, you want to take on these people. Dude, aggression is not the way, dude. I'm just telling you. Because what you're doing is you're justifying their aggression. The whole thing is to de-arm them energetically, dude. Because I'm telling you, that's where, the, that's where those people who used to protest in front of the Pentagon had it going on back in the 60s, dude. If you look at what those people were doing in the Pentagon back in the 60s, they were literally, their whole thing was beat us up, cop, because that's on you. That's on you. When you go and you give them the go-ahead, you're, you're making a contract with them. When you go up to another human being, regardless of what their, their, their outfit is they're wearing, and you're aggressive to another human being, you've made a contract with that other human being to, to venture into an aggression pact. When you go up to another human being and you hit them with love, when you go to them with love, and they're aggressive to you, they violated the contract of love. When you go up to another human being and you act aggressively to another human being, you've made a contract of aggression. It's that simple. Take responsibility for yourself as a human being. If you want to walk around and you want to start flipping people off in traffic, you want to start cutting people off, you want to start yelling at cashiers, you want to start yelling at cops and bad things happen to you, that's on you. But you want to walk down the street like that kid, like the kid who got ketamine and died in Colorado. That's wrong. That you, the footage is like, the dude's like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm antisocial. Leave me alone. And they violated him. That's the one that, that shouldn't go without, without any mercy. Those cops should be brought up on civil rights charges for sure. Because that human being is, is saying, please don't violate my contract. You're going to violate my contract with me as a human being. You're aggressing on me. Hey, it's all about not aggressing. You want to aggress, you're the aggressor, dude. You want to participate in an exchange of aggression with aggressive people? What are you what are you doing this? You're not getting into an MMA ring with an understanding and a referee. There's no referee on the street, dude. That's what the court systems are down the, the way. Well, that doesn't give you your eye back. You know what I'm saying? 
It's all fun and games till you lose an eye. Isn't that like one of the mantras of like child rearing? It's all fun and games till you lose an eye. You go watch that thing on Vice and see these like victimized, like, oh, I lost my eye, dude, because I was entering an aggressive space with the police, dude. Sorry, man. I'm sorry, dude. You weren't just walking down the street minding your own business and you got jumped by a bunch of cops and lost your eye. That, prosecute him. Prosecute him for assault. And, and I believe that the double standard needs to be removed. If people can prove they were minding their own business and they get jacked up by the popo, they, those popos should be charged. Absolutely, dude. I, I'm, not, I'm not here to defend or, or condemn. I'm here to, to, to advocate for the rule of law. I believe the rule of law is the only thing that is the thin veneer of society that keeps us from devolving into like mayhem. And I'm telling you, all you people that are all like about the mayhem, do you know what you're talking about? Dude, you haven't read enough, dude. You have not read enough. You don't want mayhem, dude. This society of ours is flawed. It's got lots of issues. There's all sorts of things to, that need fixing. I agree 100%. There's all sorts of inequalities. I agree. But mayhem, the destruction, mm. You're not getting me to sign up for that, dude, because you don't want anything to do with that, dude. Again, that's the history of humanity. We're the lucky ones. Doesn't anyone get that we're the lucky ones that can complain and not die? That's an anomaly in human history. Does, does people, do people understand that? that? That the fact that you can go chuck bricks at cops and not end up dead, generally speaking, it's an anomaly, dude. If that stuff was, did, did anyone get what happened in Tiananmen Square? Does like really go in and, and, and understand how privileged every single person is who's an American citizen when it comes to the police and the system and, and the power structure as a whole. Those people in, in Tiananmen Square were straight up nonviolence, dude. And they just went and ran them over with tanks. Just Made them into what do they call pudding, and washed them down, down, down into the into the sewer system, never to be named. So, so you want to run ah the system? Let's break it. No, that's insanity, dude. You want to fix the system? I think we all can agree there's plenty of space for improvements, man. Plenty of space for improvements. Look, man, you want to have some, you want to change the power structure, empower yourself. The only reason that there isn't, there's an imbalance of power is we've yet to truly understand what God has given us and the constitution reaffirms. I, I'll go to the same thing is, is the reason that there's an imbalance of power is lack of God. It's not, it's not overabundance of power. It's lack of God. God gives you the ultimate authority. And the founding fathers gave everybody a piece of paper to override evil. That, that, to listen to what Frederick Douglass had to say, dude. Frederick Douglass called everyone to the mat once upon a time. And we fought a war to basically validate constitutional freedoms for a class of people that were oppressed. 
Look at Suffragette, dude. Yeah, it took a long time, dude. But they got the, they they used that piece of paper to overcome it because they had the God-given right to overcome it, dude. And and that's that you want to argue that we're 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 some lame thing and that's ah, the that's this and that. You don't know, you don't know because you haven't read enough, dude. Just read, man. Read up. Do you want to live in some crazy Rwanda situation? Just read up on that atrocity, dude. See, again, you could view what I'm talking about as negative, but it's not. I'm a believer, dude. I actually believe in the positive outcome. But the only reason I believe that is because I know how bad it could all be, dude, if we don't pull our head out of our ass, man, and start being like, dude, I don't want this to devolve. I'm willing. See, that's the thing. The, what we need to do is surround these people that would use violence by tens and thousands of us and go, unmask yourself, put down your rocks and your bad vibes, and let's hug, hug your way out of here. And if you don't want to do that, you're done. And that doesn't have to be a permanent ending. That means you can just go sit in some room somewhere and stare at the wall for a while. Just like a, like a, like, you know, a timeout. But that's what we need to do as a society. We've got to stop sitting on the sidelines. We need to surround these people with love by, by tens and thousands of us. We, next time you see one of these black block protesters, our countermeasure ought to be, we all go down there, tens of thousands of us, and we surround them and we radiate love in their direction. And we tell them, put down the mask. Join us is humanity. But you'll, you'll find out that those people won't take down their masks because they aren't about the love. They're Satan's minions, dude. They've been totally convinced to join the devil. Those people have just Satan. That's why they're in black, dude. Does anyone get that? They're not, they're not the good guys. They would be in white. <laughs> you know, a bunch of bad people dressed in all white too, so... Let your uniform define you, dude, right? No, your uniform does not define you. The content of your character defines you, dude. If you want to go hide behind some mask and perpetrate violence on other people, you don't have the courage to take your mask off and perpetrate violence. I at least ask that. You want to be violent? At least do it with your face up there and take, take responsibility for your actions. This little hide, everybody wear black, we're all going to hide so you can perpetrate evil, dude. Nah, nah, you want to be a warrior? You want to be a true badass? Take your mask off and stand in the line and do your thing, dude. But they don't want it. They don't want any consequences. They want to, they want to commit violence without consequences. Okay, well... That's the game you want to play? Play stupid games, win stupid prizes, dude. And, and I think I think what's going on here is, is most people are pretty like generally like mellow about it. Like, all right, dude. We, we saw this in the 60s. I mean, if you look, if you read up, read up on the 60s. You can watch the footage of the 60s. These same idiots were there too. They wore motorcycle helmets and they waved communist flags and they were doing the same stuff in the 60s. And they were using the Vietnam War protest as, as a ruse to do the same thing they're doing now. People are all panicked, like, oh, uh, I'm telling you, dude, it's the same stuff that went on in the 60s, but it's so far along ago that, like, like I didn't see it. 
I'm a product. I was born out of that space. But it's the same idiots, these commies, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe McCarthy was right, man. Maybe McCarthyism wasn't that crazy because now we have the new McCarthyism. Like, we're like, you say the wrong thing, you, you know? And again, again, just read up on the kulaks, dude. See how they got rid of those 10 million people. They didn't, they didn't do anything except just turn off their supply to food and got everybody in on it. You know what I mean? So, uh, so, uh, wait, hold on. I got to. Yeah, just, I gotta, wait, I gotta reply. Oh, what is that? It's, uh, That was in their Ukraine. Yeah, you you wonder why the Ukrainians are a little Ukrainians are a little bit jumpy, dude. They know. Go talk. Go talk to someone down in in Chile, dude. You you think those people like? Do you think those people want any of that weirdness? Any, again, I I go talk to anyone who's experienced dictatorships and death squads. You don't want that, dude. You want. Poppy fields and bong hits, dude. Like, I don't... Do, do, do people understand if this falls apart, there's no Xbox and bong hits? Like, if you love your bong hits and your Xbox, you probably should surround these people with love and have them take down their masks. Do, do you get what I'm saying? All, all the people who think they're going to dodge this bullet by ripping bong hits and playing Nintendo or whatever they're playing nowadays are sadly mistaken, dude. Because I'm telling you, man, all of that stuff is based upon this rule of law system we have going, dude. Yeah, once upon a time, dude, you used to have to do time for having a joint, dude, in California. Now you can just walk around and smoke your joint in the street, dude. That's progress, dude. Look, you're talking to a dude who thinks all drugs should be legal. You're talking to a dude who's like, the, the drug war is a fail, dude, but... Are we going to end that? Is Are any of these people talking about ending any of these wars or any of these problems? Dude, it's it's the very much comes down to this. If you're for war, vote Joe Biden. If you want us to continue in Afghanistan and wherever we are nowadays, hard for me to follow. But you want us to keep warring, then, then vote Democrat. Dude, the party of war, the party of hate, dude. So, you know, where's the anti-war movement, dude? That's something I could get behind. You know what I mean? I, dude, look, when, when, the, when Gulf War I started, I was 19, 19. I was like a full-blown punker, dude. And I worked at the, I did, I worked at the Resource Center for Nonviolence up in Santa Cruz, dude, volunteered up there. The Resource Center for non. I was, I'm telling you, I was like a full super lefty, dude. And that everyone was afraid we were going to get drafted into this mess. So we used to do go and march around the city, dude, and and protest. 
and against the war. Dude, like, why? What happened to that? And I used to where what happened to protesting for the environment, dude? Like, where's all the good issues, dude? I, I think civil rights is a legit issue. It's just been hijacked by commies, dude. So you, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to support their brand of, of protest of what they're protesting about until they get these commies from making money for the DNC out of their network, dude. You know? So, so anyway, I used to, so this is, this is the country we live in, the freedom we have in the country. I, when I was doing these anti-war, I used to wear a, like a trench coat with like combat boots and the whole thing. And I had printed on the back of my trench coat a picture of George Bush, like giving a giving head with another dude munching some some dude's ass, and it said "F War," dude. I used to roll around like that, dude. Like that's dude, you can't do that somewhere else. Have a picture of the president giving fellatio on the back of your jacket with "F War" on it, dude. No. No one even gave, no one gave, I don't even think anyone gave me trouble, though I was walking around with a, a Rottweiler and a pit bull on, a, on chains. <laughs> oh, the, the, the fun of being young, dude. Look, I, like, that's where I get, like, these dumb kids. I right, fine, you want to protest in the street, but what they're doing is they're, they're approaching a place where they could ruin their lives. Like, I get it. You want to be young and full of spite and, yeah, we're going to change the system and well, go for it, dude. But the minute you start burning down people's businesses and breaking up federal buildings and ripping stuff down, you've crossed from activism into straight violence, dude. And violence deserves the full extent of the law. I, I firmly believe that. But I'm also like a dude that believes in that weird laws they got in, in Washington State. Washington State, you literally can have fist fights in the street, dude, and it's legal. I think that should be fully legal. I think you, if you want to solve your problems with another human being and you buy, both agree to fisticuffs, who's anyone to interfere with that? Just make sure no one hits their head on the ground and no one gets killed. You know what I mean? Like, like that's the, again, I'll tell you the story, dude. Michigan, send in love, Captain Putz. I knew this kid in college who got into a bar fight, hit some dude. That dude got knocked out, fell, hit his head dead. Kid got sentenced to uh, to either join the, the Marines or like one of those stories. And he joined the Marines and we, he was a sniper and we were tripping on acid watching the sunrise. And he's like, you know, it's so crazy, man. Like, I, I went to, you know, it's like one of those, like, acid talks. He's like, I got sentenced to, like, you know, I killed a dude accidentally in a bar fight, and I got sent to war. Now I've, I've killed 23 dudes with my sniper rifle, dude. Like, what? I had to, like, talk this dude down from the ledge, but I'll never forget it, watching the sunrise come up over over the Mogollon Rim and Flagstaff from Mars Mars Observatory, Mars Hill or whatever it is. So what I'm saying is, we don't want this. You don't want violence, dude. You, you want to go beat someone up, get into the octagon with someone who, who who's willing to be beat up. I see these kids in this black block stuff like picking on people. Like, 
like that Andy No guy, like dude, some like gay Vietnamese like little guy, you're gonna chuck stuff at that dude, like that ain't fair. And then I like my favorite stuff. The little black block people do is is the the girls from the background like punching people, and then everyone getting all crazy when someone's like, nah, dude. But again, if we if we want if you. That's what people want. They want this thing to devolve, dude. You don't. I'm telling you, dude. You know to, what? What did? What did? What did? Uh, what they say in the Patriot when he's down there at the Congress and he's telling them about like you don't want this because the war is going to be fought in your front yard in front of your kids. Like, like, what's everyone thinking? I, I don't get it, man. I'm a peacenik, dude. I'm a peacenik who believes in a strong form of self-defense, dude. I think you have the right to 100% defend yourself. It's your God-given right to defend yourself and your family. I do not believe in aggression. I absolutely do not believe that aggression is a justified form of humanity. Unless, again, unless you're, again, unless you're being threatened. And that, that goes, that, that's, that, that, scale of what is viewed as threat yeah you know maybe these people have justified themselves into thinking that like they're in danger but i i don't see it you could definitely argue that the that certain elements of the black community could could fully pull the black panthers that that stuff with dude does anyone have anyone read up on the black panthers and what they were doing in the 60s dude what's going on now is tame dude like tame those dudes were straight armed taking over like places being like nah so i don't know i think i think that it's it there's i think we just i think we have the one thing in our society as a platform which is the 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 system to to secure everybody's freedoms and it's not a, it's a it's a slow process dude you look at how far we've come in 200 and what 40 some years dude from like, yeah, a bunch of like slaveholder dudes who knew the world could be better. And they were like, all right, dude, let's try to let's try to make the world a better place by firing up some God given rights, dude, and securing those for the population. And sure enough, dude, guaranteed those dudes who wrote the founding documents who were slaveholders would be like, wow, did you guys use this to overcome slavery? Like, bravo. You mean you freed the women too? Like, bravo. Wow. You've done all of this with this piece of paper. We knew you could do it. We knew our, our great-great-grandchildren could do great things. All we had to do was get the crown off of our back. You know? That, that's where I don't, I don't think people truly are looking at the marvel of our history, of what we've overcome as a people, man. That, that yeah, like, yeah, we got a long ways to go, but, like, well, we're just gonna we're just gonna get halfway through the game and throw down the ball and be like, let's rip up the field, dude. Let's let's end the game. Let's tear down the stadium, man. I don't like the game. It's going too slow. Let's rip down the stadium, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I see a bunch of just whiners, dude, right now. And I see a bunch of real like Terry Crews, dude. That dude's like legit, dude. I hope that dude's like Becomes like a hugely influential leader, dude. Terry Crews is talking the Martin Luther King message, dude. I have a dream, dude. I have a dream. 
Has anyone listened to Martin Luther King lately? I have a dream that will be based upon the content of our character, not the color of our skin, man. What? What? It's, it's, it blows my mind what we just, we're not, we're not paying, and Malcolm X, dude, for whatever you think, Malcolm X called all this stuff out, too. This is all being perpetrated by, by liberal elites, by the way. I, I don't, does anyone see that? that? That the people that are doing this are the people with, with FU money sitting in their compounds and the redoubts and wherever spaceship Earth, like, making this happen, dude pitting us against each other. We have to stop being against us, ourselves as humanity. At the end of the day, like, like we're all in this together. And the, the, the racial divide isn't based upon the color of your skin. It's based upon the green in your account, dude. I, I, I can't say it enough. That is the racism. It's the green, the green people, the green people, the interest-bearing currency demographic. And again, you could get into all sorts of cabalish, like weird things about it, dude. Those people are of all shapes and color. There's, there's no one group. They are all on the same page. Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. And if people can line their pockets on your division, dude, look, I'll tell you a quick story here. As a surfer, if there's a fist fight out in the water, that's my time to capitalize. And I'd say it's the same thing, dude. The people will start fighting in the water. Everyone's attention will get drawn. They'll stop watching the waves. I don't care. I'm like, oh, that's green light for me to catch any set wave I want now. Because now there's a fight over here. That's how these people are operating. They're pitting us against each other while they can go, go take the cream, dude. And if people don't see what's going on here, ah, well, you know, what, what are you going to do? I'm, gonna, I'm, t- I'm trying to explain it, dude. In my own weird, bull-cutty way, dude. So, George Soros, again, is, is a placard on a door, dude. Everyone's missing the point of, of, of digging. Dig a little deeper than Soros, okay? So, anyway, I did my hour here with y'all. Got fired up. We went there. We kicked a couple people off, dude. And, um... Just trying to make the world a better place, dude. One action at a time, one non-action at a time. I tell you, at this time in space, non-actions are probably the way to go unless you've truly thought out your actions. But I'm telling you, the one thing you can do is not be silenced. Please, speak up. Speak up now or forever lose your voice, dude. It is, it is the time to speak up for equality, liberty, justice, the rule of law, community, your neighbors, your citizens, your fellow passengers on this planet, your fellow crew members on your planet. If you don't speak up now, you may not get another chance. I suggest you just start reading books about it. If you want to look into anything that'll explain it, Germany in the late 30s, dude, a bunch of people didn't speak up. Look what happened there. Anyway, this is The Illusion signing off. I love you all. God bless you. Thank you for being here.